Hello. Hey, hey, Tracy, it's Zach. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, Zach. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for asking and welcome to the podcast. How you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. Uh, for all the audience and, and people that are listening, Tracy Propst is a certified life coach and published author of the book Unapologetic. She loves to speak a lot on self-love, finding your beauty inside and out. Yeah. So tell us, tell us, Tracy, tell us more about yourself and your, about your business. Yeah, so I am a certified life coach. I've been in the business now for about five years, give or take. Um, I got certified out in San Diego, California, but I work with clients from coast to coast, um, all the way from New York to Los Angeles. So it's been a very rewarding experience so far. Very cool. And I'm, I'm a certified life coach as well. I'm not sure if you know that or not. I did, um, yes. So tell me more about your business and what you specialize in and how you can help the audience the most. So my business specifically, I love to help my clients that are struggling with self-confidence, self-love, and really that means just loving yourself inside and out. Like I think every single person is so beautiful and is so unique and it's about really discovering what makes you so unique that helps you on your journey to self-love. Oh, that's so great. So how can someone discover what makes them so unique? So that's a great question, Zach. So I think a lot of times we care so much what other people have to say about us. You know, I think we're all guilty of reading into other people's perceptions. I think when you're able to kind of step out of what other people are thinking about you and really just sit with yourself think about things that you're good at. Think about things that you enjoy doing. And I think by doing that self journey, you find what makes you very unique as a person. And then you can come to start loving and nourishing that. Yeah. The, I, that was such a good answer. The first step is really not caring what other people think. Yes. And that, that starts, you know, this is kind of ironic, but it starts with yourself. Right. By, by not caring what other people think. And one of the first things that stood out to me when you answered was my experience reading Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now and A New Earth. Great one. Which I'm sure you're familiar with. Yes. And like it's, that book really was a pivotal moment in my life that shifted my mindset on how I lived and how I interacted with myself. Right, right. And the relationship I have with my thoughts yes. and how my thoughts are just thoughts. Zach is Zach. Zach is not his thoughts. Right. And being able to disidentify from my thoughts allowed me so much. It was like I was liberated from what everyone else thinks. I didn't care what my mom thinks. I didn't care what my friends think. Right. I didn't care what, you know, my mentor thinks or anybody else. And and that is the first step, like you said, totally. into discovering your unique talents and who you are as a person so you can begin to cultivate that self-love, like you mentioned. Abs absolutely, Zach. You hit like the nail on the head when people start to realize that they are not their thoughts, that their thoughts and their feelings are fleeting and not like permanent, they're all temporary. That's when you can literally rise to a higher power and you're right, hit it on the head. Like you just don't care what other people think about you because that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. And Oh my gosh. And this, <laughs> I'm so excited that the conversation went in this direction because consciousness yes. which I think is the word that describes and there's no word that can describe our ideas in our heads right now because they're they're just letters on a piece of paper and it's just a post sign right but at the end of the day I think the word consciousness is the best word that describes 
everything we're kind of talking about is is that awareness that you're aware yes like you're not you're not just living but but you need to be that awareness that you are aware of what's going on and all of that comes full circle with mindfulness and meditation and then you get more deeper and it, it turns into spirituality and then when you get to like that peak of transcending consciousness into like full-blown spirituality you start to really love yourself yes and so it all comes full circle right, right? absolutely 100 i think when you hit your spiritual like awareness you're literally like it's so hard to explain it for someone who hasn't been there but you're really rising above yourself and realizing that like you are not your shell you know and so many mm -hmm. people live in their shell on their day-to-day -day life and i think that's part of why people have such a hard time loving themselves or expressing themselves because they're just this shell of a person. And I think it's when you hit your right, your spiritual peak and awareness is when you really thrive. Now, for someone like me who, you know, I've taken consciousness 101, spirituality 101, mm -hmm. self-love 101, how do I continue to get deeper into self-love, self excuse me, and becoming more unapologetic. Well, okay, so we're all human, right? So you're going to have bad days. It's absolutely innate. Like, it's just going to happen. I think it's a constant work in progress. And when you realize that that's what it is and become okay with that and stop getting down on yourself when you're having a bad day or a bad mental health day um, and just not feeling good and separating yourself from those feelings, I think... That's the most important thing is when we can sit there and say, I feel like crap today and that's okay. You know, like it's just a feeling and I'm allowed to feel that way because I'm human. Um, so I think really just being okay with who we are and how we feel and understanding that that's kind of what makes us who we are. It, it kind of helps with our journey along the way to being unapologetic because it is okay that you feel like crap, you know, and it is okay that you're happy the next day. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Oh, such a good answer again. It's like there's so many things that you said in the last 45 seconds that I want to elaborate on from from my opinion. And the first thing I thought about was our emotions and our feelings and how you mentioned mental health. Sometimes you can have a bad mental health day. And I think the most important piece to continuing to cultivate and nourish your mental health is being aware and watching your feelings and not identifying with your right. feelings. You're not sad. You're not jealous. You're not angry. You're Tracy. Right. Right. You're not sad. You're Tracy Probst. Yeah. Your name is not sad. And that's not how you're going to identify yourself. And, and if you can watch those feelings and you can watch those emotions and and from watching them like th through your third eyes, people call it and being the watcher, mm -hmm. you're able to disidentify from those feelings. And eventually those feelings just evaporate into thin yeah. air. But but it's when we but it's when we identify the oh, I'm so sad. And then, and then in the afternoon, because you're sad, like you don't want to eat or you don't want to spend time with your family. And, and, and that really transcends and, and comes with you into the next day right. and then the next day, and then it becomes your temperament. Right. And then a week and a half goes by and you're still sad. No, no, you forgot that you're Tracy. Right. And I don't mean to use you, but no, as an example. Yeah. And then, and then, and then after two and a half and Joe Dispenza, I'm sure you're where, uh, familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza yeah. and like he goes into about how once two and a half, three weeks go by, now it becomes your personality. Right. And now you really are sad. You know, so it starts, it starts in the beginning when you do have these feelings and you do have these emotions that you watch them and you watch, you watch them so you can disidentify from them. And then, and then you mentioned something also about, you know, as that self-love and, and talking to yourself as if 
you're talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you being hard on your and not you again? I'm just oh, an example. Sure. Like, why are you being hard on yourself? Yeah. Like, no, talk to yourself as if you were talking to your little brother. Talk to yourself as if you're talking to your best friend, someone that you care about. But sometimes we get so caught up in our thoughts that like, yo, this is who we are, that we're not able to be like, hey, like, that's how how I'm feeling right mm-hmm. now. But it's OK to feel that way is, is what you would say to your sister, or your friend. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's so great and, and so important when it comes to continuing to nurture and create more self-love for us is, is all those things that right. I mentioned. Because we're so hard on ourselves, aren't we? Like. We are we mm-hmm. are the meanest. The things that we say to ourselves, <laughs> we would never say to another person. It's uh-huh. true. And it's just, it's so disheartening. And then you're right. It's a it's about when you're feeling those emotions, or instead of saying, I am sad, I am angry, saying I feel. And that's mm-hmm. what makes it a feeling and not part of who you are. And that's how you're able to keep your identity and separate the two and it's it's a lot of work you know I catch myself slipping all the time and being like I'm so pissed off I'm so you know and (laughs) literally I'm like I'm not I'm Tracy just like you said that's who I am and I feel this way and this feeling's gonna go away and it might come back in five minutes it might come back in three days and that's fine but that's not who I am so I think you're right just constantly talking to ourselves like you said like it's our little sister like it's our little brother like Having that gentle understanding voice for ourselves is what self-love is. Mm-hmm. Yup. That's it. So let me ask you a question. Obviously the book unapologetic. Yeah. I have not, I have not no. read it yet, but I'm going to order it and I'm going to, I'm going to take a look at unapologetic. I'm yeah. going to read it, but tell me what was your favorite chapter in the book? To okay. Write? So unapologetic, you can get it on Amazon, type in unapologetic and my name, Tracy Probst. It'll pop up. Um, my favorite chapter that I enjoyed writing the most, it's about the millennial generation. Um, so it's about how we're handling different such situations. So it's called unapologetic, a generation that can't even, um, and I love the last part because it just really, that's us, right? You know, we can't even, we can't can't even. even. So my chapter I enjoyed writing the most was about, um, quarter life crisis and it's Mm, I'm going through that right now. Aren't we all like. But it's a, uh-huh. it's a term that was never even coined before the millennial generation. It, was, it wasn't a thing. People didn't talk about it, didn't know what it was. Um, but I like to think of it as being proactive so that we don't have a midlife crisis. Um, I kind of use those juices in that chapter to kind of talk about like how to deal with a quarter-life crisis, what it means. Um, but you'll have to read it to see, see what I have to say on it. So what do you think can't even means like what is or what does it mean to you what it means to me is like can't even fathom can't even deal like I just love that we just ended at can't even because <laughs> we just want like acronyms and abbreviations and little YOLO sayings for everything uh-huh. um, that's so millennial, so of, millennial us. of us but I I, it's, I think it's how we express ourselves without getting into the nitty-gritty right I can't mm-hmm. even. I can't even. <laughs> so, can't even. So I noticed that you love to travel and you've traveled to over 30 yes. countries. So for someone like me who hasn't really traveled a lot, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I've been doing a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. I've just turned 30 years old. So Ooh, I'm going through a quarter life nice. crisis. Right. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm doing good in this area. I'm doing good in this area. I'm doing great right. in this area. This is where I'm weak. This is where, you know, I've kind of, haven't been the best and my number one goal 
and my number one passion mm-hmm. now is to travel for the next oh five gosh, years. Yeah. Like I, I need to experience and see places that are going to blow my mind because I know that that is going to get me closer right. to God. That is going to help me step into the greatest version yeah. of myself. You know, I, I've lived in Palm Beach, Florida my whole life. I'm here in a, this is like a bubble. <laughs> Everyone has Ferraris and Rolexes yeah. and I can't keep up with that. And I don't want to yeah. keep up with that. But one thing I do want to do is I want to be the best person and live my best life. And I think traveling is the one thing that I haven't really explored. I had a great college experience. I've, I've built two businesses. You know, I, I have great habits. I'm, I'm in a good financial spot, but it's like, what else is there for me to do? And it's travel. So tell me, and I know this is such yeah. a long question. I need yeah. to get right to the point. What is your favorite country and what did you learn there? Oh my goodness. That's a really hard question. Cause I've loved so many, but my favorite one I ever went to was New Zealand. And I oh. think it is just so underrated. Like people talk about going to Australia all the time, people, you know, but New Zealand, we went to Queenstown and I felt so off the grid there. Um, we were actually where they like filmed Game of Thrones. So just like imagine that scenery. Wow. In your like it was, you're like, this is unreal. This is the world I live in. And it's, it makes me so upset that people don't get to experience that. Don't get to have that life experience with these places that you can become so in tune with yourself and get away from all the technology and just kind of get back to your roots. Um, so Queenstown was definitely my favorite, honestly, because I felt off the grid and it was completely different than any other city, place, fantastic, you know, beach, yacht, whatever I'd ever been to. It was the opposite of that. And for that reason, I loved it. Yeah. You have to go there. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to go because, um, I'm doing an Ironman race right now. I'm spending a lot of time training for an Ironman. So my race is not until May 23rd in Oklahoma, but I plan next day, one way flight to Hawaii. I'm going to live in Hawaii for a month and I'm going to bring four books and I'm just going to read and surf turn off my phone, completely disconnect. And then from there, I want to continue continue to go west. So whether that's Japan or New Zealand or Thailand, and I want to I want to take a bunch of yoga classes in Southeast Asia and then work my way towards Europe and do all those things. So if I have any questions about travel, oh my can I give God, you a call absolutely, and Absolutely, Zach. And just to like touch on one point you made that I think is really important to the audience, you had talked about how you feel like every other part of your life feels like accomplished, right? And like you've built two Mm -hmm. businesses, you've been very successful. And I think that that's so important for people to recognize that whatever part of their life they're watering, that's the part that's going to flourish. So I think going forward with you watering this traveling and getting closer to God and getting more in tune to yourself, you're going to see that part of your life flourish because without actually doing it, it's hard to have that part of you become new. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. absolutely and I can only read right. so many books it's about applying it's about applying the wisdom and applying the knowledge to my life I can I can know every single personal growth self-development hack in the world but if I don't apply them to my life every single day it's useless right. information just wasted inside totally. my brain so you're right I, I just need to book that flight get on a plane although I, I do have a little bit fear oh, no. of flying which is kind of uh, yeah that's that's what's honestly I don't want to say that's been the biggest reason because I've that's not the biggest reason. I've just been spending so much time trying to make money over the past five years and just like working hard on what I'm doing. But um, that is a little bit of a 
speed bump that's in my way, but that's something that I'm looking forward to overcoming. Like, I can't wait to get on a plane and, and overcome my fears. I feel it's going to be so empowering. It's going to be so liberating. I'm going to feel right. so free that, that I overcame that. So I'm really looking forward to my journey traveling, but I'm definitely going to call you and ask you for any advice on, on ways Please I should do. travel. You, you have so to. I was actually a flight attendant on private jets for five years. So I'm the... I'm the opposite of like, I traveled for a living. So you'll be fine. Oh my God. Way safe, way safer than cars at any point. So um, just keep that in mind. And I guarantee you'll be good. It'll totally all be worth it. It'll be so worth it. And and on that note, I need to take one minute to allow a word from our sponsor, Whoop. Whoop is your favorite fitness, sleep, and activity tracker. Head over to join.whoop.com slash Zach Ranch to get your Whoop strap and your first month for free or visit lifecoachzach.com slash Whoop. That's W-H-O-O-P to get your free Whoop strap today. Tracy, it's been so great having you today. Everyone go over to tracypropes.com so you can buy her book, schedule a call, Tracy, is there anything else you want to know? No, guys, have a, have a great day. Make the most of it. And Zach, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate it. Tracy, it's been a pleasure. Honestly, this is probably one of the best oh, episodes I've recorded in my short career yeah. as a podcaster. Yeah, I feel like there was just so much valuable information that the audience can get from it. And you know what? It's inspiring me to continue to do what I'm doing and continue to follow my passion or my soon-to-be passion for traveling. And uh, I'm really looking forward to connecting again. Hopefully, you can come back on in the near future. Of course, there's so much more I'd love to talk about. Awesome, Tracy. Well, have a wonderful day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I will talk to you soon.